Hey, and welcome to the Aloha Church Podcast. We believe that full life is found in Jesus. And after this message, if you have any questions, please engage with us over social media or connect with us on a Sunday morning. We so hope you enjoy this message. Merry Christmas, everybody. My name is Drew Tevis, pastor of Aloha Church, uh, one of the pastors here on staff. This is my family. I love it. I've been loving the last five years of what God has been doing. Never thought we'd have a church. It started in our living room right here in Claremont, 92117, East, East La Jolla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Aloha Church. Mele Kalikimaka, the second word you guys learned in Hawaiian, right? Turn to somebody right now and say, Mele Kalikimaka. <laughs> this is the first Christmas Eve service that we've done that's actually on Christmas Eve. So this is good. It's a first for us. We're doing good so far. We're on schedule. We're on time. This is going to be a short sermon. Um, Christmas is all about God with us. That's the, on your notes, God with us. And um, I want to thank you that you're with us here. Uh, Christmas can be uh, difficult oftentimes uh, for many of us in San Diego. San Diego is a transient place, military, um, PB, like you live here for five years when you're single and you have five roommates and then everybody disappears on the holidays. But if you're here today, um, just look at someone in the eyes and say, God with us. God is with us. Look around. Say, God is with us. We're glad you're here. Um, how many guys have family coming in today? Family coming in this weekend? Family's in town. If you're visiting, if your family visiting here, raise your, raise your hand. Family, welcome to Aloha Church. Thank you. Thank you. How about some of you are going to be leaving the next couple of days, leaving out of town? Who's leaving? It's going to be traffic. Okay. All right. Well, Titles, God with us, Emmanuel, and we're going to have two ideas today, but let's, um, let's pray and thank the Lord for being with us this Christmas. Father, we thank you so much for sending your son, eight pound, 10 ounces. <laughs> we don't know how big he was, but he was perfect. Jesus was perfect. He's a perfect human. And he was in eternity before all of creation, in eternity. And he decided to come, humble himself, to come down as a human being, to be with us. The Son of Man dwelt with us. He came to serve. He came for the poor and the brokenhearted. He did a lot of eating with people. <laughs> and they went back up to heaven. And right now, in this moment... San Diego time, Jesus is alive and he's with God. And those of us who put our faith in his good work are seated with him in heaven. We are eternal. So Lord, bless us today as we dive into your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So God with us, like that Emmanuel, which I'll get to the theological term, is one of the most important doctrines for believers. It sets our faith apart from religion. And I'll tell you why. So let's go to John, the book of John. John was one of Jesus' friends, right? He's called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. That was his, like, his nickname. 
I got a lot of nicknames for my friends, but John said when he wrote, he's like, disciple whom Jesus loved. He wasn't trying to puff himself up or elevate himself above all the other apostles, right? They're like, dang, bro, he loves us too. That's exactly what he was saying. John was his friend, and John was like, Jesus was with us. He loves all of us. And when he's writing John and then 1 John, he's saying, man, disciple whom Jesus loved. Like, I'm one of the guys that Jesus loves. And he writes this. It's in your, I think it's in your notes. It's mentioned in your notes. So it says, that which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. Who's he talking about? Jesus. Good answer. That's always the answer, right? So a lot of children are here, so what's the answer? Jesus. That which we've seen, which we've touched, which we've We've, we have conversations with, we ate with. This is John talking about one of his best friends named Jesus. The life appeared. Jesus appeared. We have seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard, so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship, our kononia, our family time, our togetherness, God created a family. He invites everybody to be in it, to fellowship, to do all the one another's that you can only do in a family, right? Connect the dots. Fellowship with the Father and with his Son, what's his name? Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. And again, I think John was... Like, I'm, like, to have that kind of relationship that John had with Jesus. So think about the John ate with Jesus. He talked with him. He touched him. He saw him. He just hung out with his house, right? And then John was one of the three that saw Jesus ascend into heaven. He saw him just float away. Real Jesus in real time float away into heaven. And he saw that. And we've been learning that's how Jesus is going to come back. But imagine if you're John, you're talking with Jesus. Jesus floats into heaven. And then John goes to pray the next day. And it's like he's talking to God, but he knows Jesus is listening. With that kind of confidence. Like how many of you have uh, called some one of your friends or your, like your mom friends and then like they answer the phone in the car? And you're talking, and then they say, just so you know, you're on speakerphone. <laughs> and they kind of give you the warning just in case. Just in case you're one of the little Christians that the kind of you love Jesus, but you cuss a lot, a little bit, you know? Like, hey, hey, just let you know uh, the kids are in the car. You're, you're on speakerphone. Like, don't say anything, okay? Like, okay, thank you. Hey, kids, how's it going? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, no, you shouldn't. Ask. Yeah, yes, we do. Right? Or you call during the holidays, you call your grandma, and you're on FaceTime, you're what? And the gra grandpa and the grandma have the phone facing to, to themselves. You know, no, no, no diss on anybody over 50, you know? Like, I see you, you don't see us. But imagine John, he had this relationship with Jesus. He prayed to God the Father, and he's like, he's, he's new. Jesus was alive. Listen to him. Hey, that same kind of relationship John has is our inheritance. Do you know that? That's what we have. That kind of confidence helps us walk in confidence when we pray. And it's a gift. Because why? 
because God is with us, Jesus came and dwelt among us. So two ideas in your notes. I'll make this easy. It shouldn't be too long. Jesus is incarnate. I'll spell that out. Jesus is incarnate, and Jesus is light. That's why we have the candles. You guys ready for some candles? Okay, not right now. Not right now. I know the youth, some of the youth boys are like ready to light some stuff. We gave some lighters to some youth boys, so these chairs are all wood, guys, so be careful on how all this stuff is go up fast. Okay, so Jesus is incarnate. Jesus is incarnate, or the Latin word carne. I know y'all thinking, some carne asada, right? Carne asada, or Portuguese like me, I got some uh, carne vingadoge, marinated pork and garlic, right? Oh, three days. It's in the refrigerator. I'm going to bust that out tomorrow morning. Eat a lot of that, and you smell just, oh, it smells good. It's Portuguese in me. Carne, Jesus incarnate, Jesus in the flesh. That's what that means. So Jesus incarnate means Jesus in the flesh. One of the most important doctrines for Christianity. So important, John decided to open up both of his books. First John, he talks about this. And then John, he talks about this, okay? So same author, and he's like, this is so important. Here's what he says. In the beginning, right, was the word. Who's that? Jesus, right, Jesus. And the word was with God, and the word was God. So Jesus is God, and he was in the beginning. He was with God in the beginning, because Jesus is eternal. Through him, through Jesus, all things were made. So through Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, because Jesus is life. Without him, without Jesus, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light. Say light. That life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So it's a really important statement. I want you to see it up here. The doctrine that God became man in order to reveal himself to us removes the idea of the possibility that man can become God. Okay? So this doctrine that God, Jesus, came down to be with us in the flesh removes the possibility that man that we can arrive or achieve or be enlightened or earn to become god okay all false doctrines all false religions reverse this process man to become like god to elevate to achieve Right, that's in religion, improving ourselves, attaining. That's just the reversal of the gospel. And it comes from the Garden of Eden, the Garden, right? The devil said, Hey, you know what, Eve? You want to become like God? Eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge of life, right? Good and evil, good and evil. And man oftentimes chooses that I want knowledge. Instead of being, they, instead of being with God, Adam and Eve could be with God in the presence. They decided to choose religion. They were deceived into choosing a way, a method, practices. Because, man, we love to make something that's so simple and free 
God's grace is inexhaustibly free, it's the gospel. We tend to make it into a process, a man-made recipe, because we like recipes. We all know who's in and who's out. Make sense? So the elevation of mankind removes the need for an all-sovereign God. The lie, false religions, right? We can become like God. We are in control. We are in control of our, our own destiny. We are sovereign over all the things that we think we have control over. We are sovereign over our family, over our finances, over our health, over our job, over everything in life. We make the decisions. I am my own God. I am sovereign over everything. And if I'm good enough and I do these things, then I elevate myself and I get the glory. No need for God. No need for a sovereign God. No need for a God who makes all things through Jesus who is life itself. That's the lie that many false doctrines, false religions, right, believe. The aim of goal, the aim in life is, right, is about us. Our needs, our comfort, our happiness. And all false doctrines are built around the rejection of the incarnation of Jesus. Jesus incarnate. Jesus in the flesh. God humbled himself to become a man. And I love that. And then John, because he loves us so much, he writes when he gets older. So young John wrote, in the beginning was the word, the words with God, the word was God. And I think a lot of hip-hop artists, Christian artists write that too. You know? And then John gets older. And John's older. And he's like maybe, you know, I don't know, he's a grandpa. And he's writing to his uh, kids. He's writing to his children, writing to the church. And then John writes this in 1 John. He says this, Dear friends, I love that. John's a friendly, hospitable guy. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you could recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus came in the flesh is from God. But, contrast, every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. Whoa, big word, right? We usually associate that like Antichrist, revelation coming when I'm gone. This is the spirit of the Antichrist. Anti-Jesus doesn't recognize Jesus is incarnate which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. So it's already in the world back then. That spirit of Antichrist. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Amen? So Antichrist, right? We don't need a savior. Denying any form of any need for redemption and salvation through Jesus. This includes a whole bunch of false religions, right? Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, all these things. And one big one is evolution. Evolution is a form of belief system that's antichrist. And like, here we go, the evolution talk. Remember, we just highlight this version. Why? Well, because it, it <clears throat> goes through, you know, natural selection, right? This undermines the Christian faith because God is no longer the origin of your existence. If Jesus is incarnate, it means Jesus was 100% God and Jesus is 100% man, 100% perfect man. Jesus came to us. He was divinely 100% God, 
when he came to earth as a human, he's 100% human. So that system of evolution would believe, well, then humans are evolving, so we're still, they'll be still waiting for a better Jesus to come. Make sense? Jesus was a perfect human. He came to us incarnate, perfect man. Evolution would be still evolving, so in a billion years, a million years, there'll be a better Jesus coming, right? It's the antichrist. It's the anti-belief because Jesus is our savior. Jesus is our creator, right? Not a natural selection process. I'm just kind of hitting the, hitting the highlights here. All right, welcome to a law church, all right? Starts off funny, then we go real deep, like, what? And then we come, hey, let's have some food and talk about it, okay? So Christmas is about God becoming human to dwell with us. Love himself, love himself, perfect love. Only God has that kind of love. It's not a self-love. Self-love is about yourself. This is about God's love. God himself was love and sent his son to die for us. That's what he did. We talked about faith and that's pretty easy. It's why did God do this? We think forgive us our sins, we go to heaven, yes, and that the living God, Jesus is our high priest. He went to heaven, secured the power of the Holy Spirit so he can send the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. Wow. God not only dwelt with us physically, God's Spirit lives inside of us and he's in us because we are the new temples of the Holy Spirit. This is huge. This, separate, this, is, this is a faith. This takes faith, right? Faith and then by grace. Grace is the power of salvation that saves us. God's grace is a gift and that grace saves us and sanctifies us. Amen? Amen. So Jesus is incarnate. He dwelt with us. And number two, what would the verse also say? Jesus is, starts with an L, ends in an I. Light. Good. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John 1, 1 through 4. Jesus is light. Only two points. I love this. And then John continues the message. Let's keep reading our Bible. We love to read God's word here. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us by grace. That's a grace. He purifies us from all sin. And then we know a favorite verse, John 8, 12. I am the light of the world, right? So Jesus is light, point two. Light is, in this context, light means God's absolute truth is revealed in Jesus. There's no, God doesn't hide himself. He's absolutely true. His absolute righteousness, his absolute glory, his absolute beautiful grace and true and love is revealed all in the spotlight for Jesus. Nothing is hidden in Jesus. There's no secrets. There's no secrets. We don't have to have secrets for God. We're just, here we are, Lord. We say no need to pretend, no need to perform. We're a family. We just bring everything to light. And there's healing in light and love and truth 
and God's righteousness. And we in Aloha, we speak life and love into you. And when you start to see yourself as how you see yourself because our eyes are open and we judge ourselves as evil, I'm no good, I'm this, we start to hide. And we speak life and love into your life. This is the truth. This is how God sees you. He loves you. You are righteous. You're holy. You're pure. This is how God sees you. It's a grace. Let's start seeing ourselves like that and we start to see our community like and love the world like that. Amen? This is beautiful. This is what we're supposed to, this is what we're called to be. We're invited into this love and light to be the light of God in the world. This is a dark world. But here's the thing. You turn off all the lights and then you turn on the light. What happens? Does the darkness like slowly disappear? You turn on the light. Does a, is there a struggle? Is the dark like, ah! What happens when you turn on the lights? Immediately, the darkness disappears. Amen? There's nothing to be afraid of. It's not like a battle. Jesus already won. God is, he wins, right? It wins. He loves you. That's the story of Christmas. He came to dwell with us incarnate. It's beautiful. Some of you are still like, I never heard that word incarnate. Carne asada, I'm still on that. <laughs> What's that vinegar dollars Pastor Drew's made? I'm going to go to his house for Christmas. Smell sweaty old man style with that vinegar in, in you. It's okay. I'm all good. <laughs> Worship team, let's come up here. We've got a big celebration outside. But here's how we respond when the worship team comes up. So we invite you to celebrate. Maybe you're new. Maybe you've never been presented this gospel. You've never been presented Jesus incarnate. You've never been presented he's love and he's light and he's absolute truth that came and died for you so that then he could live inside of you. You're already seated in heaven. He sees you as eternal. That's beautiful. Invite you to receive that free gift by faith. By faith. That's how we're saved. By grace, through faith. Through our faith, God gives his grace to us to make us new, right? And then number two, this is where the candles come in. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. Invite you, a believer, to share your light to this world. It's a dark world, little hope, darkness, crazy stuff. Share light with your family, with your kids, with your spouse, with your grandparents, with your aunties and uncles, with people on, on the FaceTime. Share the light. Share the light. We're going to sing two songs. The first song, we're going to worship. You can stand. You can pray. You can cry. You can receive prayer. You can take communion. Communion to remember what Jesus did in his body and blood in the new covenant. Amen. And then on the second song, teenager, you ready with the, with the lighters? The second song is we're going to have some of you light a few candles. And that light's going to spread. It's going to be pretty cool. And we're going to just worship. A little candlelight worship service. It's going to be pretty sweet. Amen? So let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. God, thank you. You wonderful. Christmas is about you coming to dwell with us. The most precious gift in the whole world. It changed the history of the entire world. It changed Natalie's life. It changed my life. You can change people's lives here and beyond. Lord, help us to be on that same mission you were on to love people in our church family as the church and as the church as we go out. We love you, Jesus. Merry Christmas. Mele Kaliki Maka. Aloha. 
You've been listening to the Aloha Church Podcast. If you want to learn more about living free in Jesus, please reach out to us. We hope God spoke something wonderful and life-giving to you today. Until next time, lots of love and aloha. Aloha.